Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. A cyclist who was knocked off her bike by a truck has been told by a judge that she contributed to the extent of her injuries by not wearing a cycle helmet. And the truck hit off her shoulder, which made the cyclist lose her balance and control of the bike. She had a head injury, which meant uh, she had a concussion and injuries as well to her face, shoulder and arm. She um, sued the insurance bureau because the lorry was untraced and the judge awarded the cyclist €20,000 but reduced it by 4000 to sixteen grand because she hadn't been wearing an helmet, a helmet which... Um, would have minimised her injuries. And I'm asking you today, I suppose, as a cyclist, or even as a motorist too, for your thoughts on this. Like, I mean, you're not legally obliged to wear a helmet. So is it fair enough that there would be a a reduction in the award? Or do enough cyclists wear helmets? Like, why don't cyclists, I suppose, wear helmets? 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us on the programme today. Um, Cyril is on the line, though. Cyril, first of all, are you a cyclist? Um, I used to cycle. I was a student uh, back in the 80s in Holland and I cycled everywhere. They had very safe um, cycle paths called feeds pads. And uh, I cycled everywhere. And uh, when my daughter was younger, I had a bike and I used to cycle with my daughter. And um, we'd put on our high-vis vests. We'd put on our our, um, helmets. And uh, for about 20 quid, you could have a front light and a back light on your bike that's recharged off your your, uh, phone charger. Mm. Um, Did you wear a helmet? Sorry? Did you wear a helmet as well? Yes, I did. You did, always? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, you know, everybody has the right to the road. Um, I'm a professional haulier and I've been in business for 32 years. Okay. And so I have seen in the past a fatality where a cyclist was killed. And even talking about it puts the hairs up on the back mm, of my arms. And that imagine. was back in the 80s. And uh, I'm out on the road today. Normally I'm driving a desk, but I'm out on the road today. And I just, when your researcher rang me, um, I thought back, I had had three instances this morning. I was on the road since half four and at five o'clock on Colleen Road, I met a cyclist dressed all in black with no light front or rear. Uh, I, he was on the road uh, and even though there was a, a cycle path to his left, I met at about half eight uh, a cyclist on a racing bike and he was out on the road on the same stretch of road. Uh, and coming out of John F. Kennedy Estate, uh, a cyclist just came straight out past the stop sign, straight out beside an articulated truck. Um, it's, you know, PPE, I don't know what it is about PPE. Is it is it deemed to be uncool? You know, it's not fashionable. A helmet on a high-vis vest isn't fashionable, or rear light isn't fashionable. Uh, maybe it's uncomfortable, but okay. I tell you what, it is very uncomfortable. Reconstructive surgery is uncomfortable. Life-changing injuries is uncomfortable. Okay. So your you're, you're advocating this, visiting, you should your be wearing a helmet. Your family going a headstone is uncomfortable. Um, you okay. know, a, a, any cyclist would buy a bike and a bike would be 500 euros. Mm. It beggars belief why they can't. Okay. 
From which? From from not wearing a helmet, or do you do you mean protect themselves from being hit by a car? Andrea, go on ahead, Cormac. Uh, much of our cycling infrastructure is just not up to standard. Mm. Um, there's potholes. It's broken up. It comes to a sudden end. Our cycling infrastructure is just nowhere near what it needs to be, and even proposed new cycling infrastructure is unsuitable because it's narrow on each side of the road. It doesn't allow for faster or slower moving uh, cyclists. It doesn't allow for peak time traffic flows overtaken. There was only a video last night of a cyclist who was overtaken another cyclist and got beeped by a car behind, even though there was traffic up ahead. And that's the attitude toward drivers. Mm, okay. And it's, 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 it's more or less a war now that's going on between cyclists and motorists. And unless we have proper, dedicated, segregated cycling mm. infrastructure that allows for peak time traffic flows and faster and slower moving traffic, yeah. like the legislation coming up now with regards e-bikes, which uh, proposes to limit the speed mm-hmm. to 25 kilometers an hour, which means any um, cycling or e-scooter going faster than that will have to go into the roadway. I mean, that's going to create more okay. problems again. All right. Connor is on the line too. Connor, are you a cyclist? I am, and I'm feeling very smug here this morning because I've been out um, uh, for a few hours this cycling this morning and I was wearing high-vis and I was wearing a helmet and uh, I don't think anyone can be... <laughs> criticising me for that yeah fairly Um, fairly mixed views though I have to say coming in um, here on you know texts coming in from listeners tuned into us today about this on on people who say you know like there's a lot of them but in summary why is it compulsory to wear a seatbelt in a car and not a helmet on a bike other listeners saying cyclists also entitled to use the road even if a cycle lane is provided other texters getting in touch to say um, why, why do I have to wear a helmet when I'm cycling. I don't have to. There's studies to show that wearing helmets can be more dangerous to cyclists in some cases. What's your view? Well, I think that, I mean, for a start, I, I always wear a helmet. Um, uh, they're designed for, they're initially designed for um, racing and to um, protect cyclists who come off and land on their head um, in an accident where they're not colliding with the car. So they're not, not designed to protect you from car crashes or colliding with cars or HDBs. And they they don't really provide you much protection in that situation. Um, in terms of whether they should be compulsory or not, um, there, there's, there's mixed views in that the few places where they were made compulsory, the main effect was it just stopped people cycling, decreased the number of cycling by a huge amount. And in terms of why they're not compulsory in the same way seatbelts are, the protection you get from seatbelts is far in excess of the protection you'll get from um, a helmet. Um, it, you know, they, they offer you some protection. They're not useless. I mean, the people who say there's no effect or that they're just wrong or they're, they're ignoring most of the research that's out there. The people who are saying they should be compulsory are, you know, they're probably ignoring the, the the majority of the research that shows that that they have some effect, but some minimal effect, and the effect they have is mostly from you know, if you fall, if you're on your own and you slip and fall off and bang your head, then they'll protect you. If you're hit by a car, that's a different matter entirely, and and really that's um, that uh, as car drivers, I think most of us drive cars as well. It it you know you 
driving a few tons mm. of metal at speeds and up to 120k an hour, it's up to the people driving the car to make sure you don't hit a cyclist. It's not up to cyclists to protect themselves from cars. I mean, we should do, and we have to, but, you know, we, people driving cars is a huge response. Yeah, I know there's the research risk. previous, isn't there, that for the studies of, sh- like, so there's some studies out there that find that when drivers tend to pass closer when overtaking cyclists, um, wearing helmets, you know, than than those they who. Do. I mean, uh, I think we always have to be careful about um, research because they're, they're often small studies and they're done in different countries and they're done mm. in different situations. Um, I mean, the the, the one point five uh, meter uh, overtaking rule is is a good one. I mean, it's 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 compulsory in Spain, okay. and when you're cycling yeah. over there, you really do notice that. You know, in Dublin, like I, I would commute in most days um, from um, North County Dublin into Swords, and you know, it's safe enough, but you you do find cars going relatively close mm. to you. And whereas if you're in Spain, you, you really do know the amount of extra space yeah. you have. It's um, funny. It's funny on that, Connor. Some of the textures too even pointing out, like when you go to other European countries where it's not compulsory to wear a helmet and cycling, and lots of reasons people listing here. We'll come back to this actually because I just need to take a short break for the news. People talking about the reasons why they don't wear helmets. Um, I think was it Cyril there talked about the Netherlands, but like in many cases, they probably just have a better cycle infrastructure. I mean, surely that's probably a part, has to be a part of this as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. I mentioned, we were talking about this story earlier here on Lunchtime Live today. Um, It's in the papers about a cyclist who was knocked off her bike by a truck. It was before the courts and the judge awarded her damages of €20,000. It was reduced by four grand to 16,000 on the basis that she hadn't been wearing a safety helmet um, and by wear, by failing to wear proper protection, she had contributed to the extent of her injuries. And, and I'm just asking you for your, your thoughts on this today. I mean, should, is there an onus on cyclists to wear safety helmets, you know, with this, with this in mind? I mean, I know they're not legally obliged to do so, um, but I'm just interested in your thoughts on this and, and why cyclists, I suppose, don't wear helmets. I mean, since we've been talking about this at the start of the show today, there's a really mixed reaction from texters on 53106 uh, about why people do and don't wear helmets. David is on the line. David, you were a cyclist. Do you wear a helmet? Um. Around the city, I don't wear a helmet, but if I'm going out at the weekend on a on a kind of longer trip out to Wicklow on a racing bike, I would. Um, but just just to come back to the court case, I suppose I'd be a little bit concerned that it creates a dangerous precedent in in that it somehow kind of blames the cyclist. There's a little bit of kind of victim blaming here, as if it's their fault that they got hurt. Um, and it's not really the fault of the cyclist or or the motorist in, in this case. It's really the fault of the infrastructure, the road infrastructure. Cyclists and trucks shouldn't be um, in contact on the roads. So what will really make uh, improved cycling safety is to have segregated bike lanes. Mm. That's separating the, the bike traffic and the road traffic. Um, so, so that's really what's yeah. going to happen. But just, I suppose, so just you, to finish on the... Yeah, go. 
Yeah, no, I, just because I just wanted to get a couple of callers, David, in uh, on this. But but your point is that like uh, you're somebody who cycles in around Dublin city centre or around the city centre um, quite regularly. But it, it's to do with the the infrastructure and the fact that I mean we we have everybody nearly sh- sharing the same lane in many cases. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's the difficulties um, that come with know, that. Exactly. Yeah, and we know that in Dublin, you know, all the people who cycle, about seventy five percent of them are males, and people are wondering why can't we get a better gender balance? Why can't we get more kids? Well, the reason is that we don't have proper segregated cycle routes. And, and how we know that that gender balance will change is if you look in countries that do have segregated cycle routes, so Germany, Holland, Denmark, there's roughly a 50-50 split between men and women. You have more kids cycling, more older people cycling. So if we're concerned about cycle safety, uh, it's, it's segregated cycle routes. We, not, we need to focus on not helmets because there is very mixed, uh, evidence of whether yeah. helmets make a significant difference. And it's probably why, um, you know, why bike lights are mandatory and they're the law. It's probably why seat belts are mandatory and they're the law. But it's also probably why bike helmets are not mandatory because mm. the evidence is very mixed. And it's funny, I mentioned that a little earlier too, David, the number of people who've been getting in touch and all quoting, you know, a variety of different studies, like you mentioned, people talking in some cases that, you know, you've surveys that found and research that found that wearing a helmet can be can be more dangerous in some instances. Then you've got lists of reasons why people don't wear them um, and the evidence too around that or supporting that, particularly across other EU countries as well. Uh, Frank is on the line. I think it's Frank there. Frank, like... Again. Is it all about just segregated lanes? Is that what we need? Uh, no, uh, I, I think the infrastructure that we have in Ireland requires we really should have helmets on, for instance, that the roads we have and the conditions of the roads. Um, if we put a scale, we'll say, of 1 to 10 from how you got hit, we'd say from a holly or, or a cow, um, 10 is maybe a helmet is not going to make huge much of a difference. But in general, not having a helmet um, and you, you come off the bike, uh, and just propel yourself forward and hit the ground. Well, it's going to protect you, which, is, which has happened to me from um, from a younger age. I was actually hit by a bus and I was hit by a cow. Once Were you on friend? the bus, yes, I was. I was I was very young. I was about sixteen with no helmet. Uh, it was actually in County Loud. I'm living in Cork, but um, I was dragged across the main Dublin road near uh, the Carroll's factory in Dundalk. And I was very, no matter at me, of course. And then about six months later, I was hit again by a cow, but I was coming down a hill. And I happened to be mm. propelled forward from a T-junction and came through on the bike. And my head and my arms obviously went backwards. But if I had I had a helmet on, I absolutely tore one side of my face. With tw- I got 23 stitches, actually, and nearly lost my eye and was torn the whole way down by my neck. Now, I'm a triathlete now. I'm in my 50s, early 50s, and I used two different type of bikes. One is a road racing bike and one is a TT bike. And I go to, as far as I spent three, 400 quid on um, a helmet and for very specific reasons that people are actually so aggressive on the road now towards cyclists. Um, mm. And it's, it's, I value my safety, but I even go beyond that where I have lights, rear lights, so GAM and VLON lights, I, I might have the name wrong, but what they do is they actually have a computer on the front of my bike and it, it gives me indications of the dots so I can see how many cows are behind me and how close they are. 
so I can react to that. Nice. If I see, yeah, and if I see, they're actually they're, they're a readout um, type of equipment. They're not actually hugely expensive either. Okay. Um, but I can actually tell how close the car is from 160 meters coming up towards me. So I can kind of react to that, and I can move in a little bit tighter, knowing that would say a, a truck could be coming or a car, and I even it indicates the dots will even indicate how close. Um, the mm. car or the speed that the car is coming. So you've really yeah. invested in 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 additional, you know, enhanced safety measures, Frank. I know I'm on, Yeah, yeah. I'm on the road so much with the bikes yeah. that um, I, I just, I like. I've had a couple of standoffs from cars that have actually drove past me, beat me, and actually mm. stopped and had a standoff in front of me. Are you serious? An yeah. argument because they didn't like the way. And I am a really careful. Uh, person when it comes to the bike and value my uh, my health and safety when it comes to the bike mm. because people in my club in in Yall in the South Triathlon uh, Club in Yall have um, have had serious accidents and if they hadn't have had um, a helmet on uh, there would have been there would have been uh, there would have been killed um, and I do agree with the, the like Harleyers are actually really respectful on the road believe it or not when it comes to cyclists it's it's motorists trying to get past cyclists and not giving them enough time to kind of mm. to um it's the it's the it's the shared lanes and and you know the calls for the segregated lanes is the i would say the most common point being made here you know by by texters oh God, yeah. today yeah. and and like you know david's point too around yes there's endless amounts of research you can find online to back up your point about why people should or shouldn't be forced to wear helmets because there's so so many studies around it let me or let me bring in um Mairead too frank if you don't mind stay with us though um Mairead, what's your experience i suppose been out on the bike oh, what's my experience well i'm a grandmother so I wear a helmet most of the time. But I think that there's too much emphasis put on helmets. And I think there's a whole, you know, the media, the road safety authority, the guards, the um, drivers, you know, all they see is, oh, he wasn't even wearing a helmet. And, you know, somebody commented the other day online, you go somewhere on a bike and, you know, people assume you've come by car. So, oh, you came on a bike. I hope you wore your helmet. Or if they see the helmet, I'm glad to see you're wearing a helmet. And, you know, there's so much more, as everybody said. It's all, you know, it's all about safety. Helmets do protect if you fall off the bike at low enough speed. But they're no use when you're hit by a truck. And an awful lot of the cyclists killed on Irish roads are wearing helmets. But the helmet doesn't do them any good. When make make your case to me, Mairead, why you, why you don't um, sometimes. I mean, you, you know, why sometimes you wouldn't wear a helmet. Well, sometimes I forget it. Just as simple um, as that. Sometimes I find I um, turn on the alarm in the house. I'm in the house on my own, turn on the alarm and I go out to the garage to get the, to get the bike and remember that the bike is in the house and I just don't have the energy to at the time to undo everything. Um, so they're awkward to carry around. A mm, couple of people uh, saying that actually in the text line. Mm, That's the reason for not. They know where to put them if you're going into town. There's nowhere to put them. And if you go into a restaurant with a helmet, if you have a bag, you can put it under the table. If you have a coat, you can put it in your chair. The helmet doesn't fit under the table and you're there with this thing hanging out. Where do you put it? And if you go into a shop and you strap it onto your bag, you know, people are going to bang into it. So they're very, they're very awkward things to use. But 
um, so that's one that's one reason why you know I don't use it sometimes. They're awkward, but as well as that, they're um, you know I've, I've reared a few children, and in their teenage years they wore a helmet. And if I had said no bike, no helmet, they would have stopped cycling. So I prefer to see them cycle. And now that they're adults, they've started wearing them a bit more. And you know it's not cool for kids to wear helmets. And it's not cool to be seen. And, you know, it kind of puts you out there as somebody who rides a bike and wears a helmet. Um, whereas if you drive a car, you just get into it and you go and you fasten your seatbelt. And no, yeah, nobody ever asks me, do I wear my seatbelt when I drive the car? Or when I'm a passenger in the car? I've never been asked. Not for a long time anyway. Did you put do you wear your a seatbelt? Seat yeah. okay. You know, so why, why, why is nobody asking, you know, do you wear your seatbelt? You know, um, do you do you do you obey the speed limits? Do you always stop on the orange light? And do you do you never ever 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 go through a red light driving? Nobody ever says that about drivers. They only say it about cyclists. So, you know. I think we just need to take the discourse away from all this helmet. Okay. Helmet okay. Discussion. Do you and wear it if you want to? Do, do, do you agree with that, Eddie? Eddie's with us as well in Tipperary. Like the the whole convers the conversation's all wrong about helmets. Um, from my point of view, who I think cyclists um, are viewed as uh, all the same from motorists, which you have guys on the roads that are racing cyclists. You've got ex-racing cyclists that are now leisure cyclists. You have cyclists that just commute to work, to home, to school, etc. And then you've got the guy who just jumps up on the bike to cycle over to the chipper to get a bag of chips at night. And all those four are all thrown in under the same bracket when the guy that's flying over to the chipper to get a bag of chips who puts on a black jacket has no lights on the bike. And on Twitter you get, oh, cyclists are everywhere and they're cycling around in black and they have no lights. And is that guy wrong as a cyclist? Of course he is 100% wrong to be going out in dark clothes with no lights. I I um, I do very little commuting. My cycling is all to be outside leisure cycling. And when I'm outside leisure cycling, I wear a helmet, I have a red light on the bike, and I have a white light on the front. Um, and I wear clothing that has strips of high-vis on it. Um, they're not all uh, bright in colour for the obvious reason that cycling on this in this country, on the roads of it, if you buy bright coloured clothing, you're replacing it on a regular basis for the dirt fit. So a lot of my lower part of my body gear is black. But we're we're always singling out on, um, like your last, uh, not the last lady was on, the gentleman that was on before that. Frank, um, yeah, Frank's still there, yeah. Yeah, and Frank was making the very good point of having the radar system on the bike so that he's not uh, going to be blocking up traffic and he knows and he said he'd kindly move in. But I know a cohort of cyclists who say that Frank should actually move out into the middle of the road and those guys behind should only overtake him when it's safe to overtake as if overtaking a car. And I, I, I'm like going, well, no, actually, we, we, we need to learn to share the roads as cyclists. Mm. I cycle two abreast with one of my good friends. And when we get onto narrow sections of road where it's very twisty, turny, we always single out. Because not everybody is a law-abiding citizen that will come up behind me and go, oh, there's two guys out cycling. I'll sit here and wait for the two kilometres of Bendy Road to go away and I'll overtake them then. There's guys on the roads that, if you follow on Garda Sheikhan, a Twitter page, they're getting stopped every day of the week for having no tax, no insurance, no licence. They're intoxicated. They're on drugs. 
And do you think these guys are going to sit behind um, Frank if he positions himself out mm. in the middle of the road? Okay. So uh, it's a cohort of issues all right, rolled into one. Into the and, one, yeah. And as somebody who just came back from Holland, I was over there watching the Vuelta a España this year, which started over there. Comparing Ireland to European countries with cycle lanes is like comparing apples and oranges. Yeah, I know. There's and it's funny, there's a text in too actually from Tom on that point, Eddie, as well. And he says, there's no helmets in the Netherlands where there's 35% cyclists versus only 18% he says in Ireland. The only people wearing the cycling helmets in the Netherlands are the visitors and the tourists. But they have excellent segregated cycleways. But there's just no point in trying to compare the two, Eddie. I was in Holland and my friend had his bike and we cycled from his house to the local, uh, what you call it, um, railway station there in um, in Nijmegen. And I didn't have a helmet on me when I was in Holland. My friend Tommy didn't have a helmet on. We scooted across, we parked up the bikes, we left the bikes there all day and returned mm-hmm. around 11 o'clock that night. And lo and behold, our bike and seven other hundred bikes were all still there. Still there. <laughs> if that was in Dublin, 400 of them would have been robbed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I was knocked off my bicycle. Um, thank God for my helmet, says this listener. Another texter, you're obliged to wear a helmet on a motorbike. These helmets are larger than the cyclists, but I never hear a cyclist, or sorry, a motorcyclist complain about how awkward they are in restaurants or walking around the town. It's all about safety. Um, it won't kill you to wear one, says this listener. Again, another cyclist too. I'm required to wear a helmet but I also wear leathers and boots and other protective equipment to keep myself as safe as I possibly can. I do have to bring my helmet to restaurants and the cinema and everywhere else. It's actually not that much hassle. Uh, Declan says cyclists are at a much more serious risk on the road and the fact they don't wear protective gear and they're constantly breaking red lights and breaking the flow of the traffic from the side street needs uh, to be an issue and they should be more responsible. There should be more responsibility put on the cyclist. All the road um, all of the, the ad campaigns on television they're always targeted at the motorist says Declan Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk